0: Welcome to the Seat of Life Church Houston Social Media Church Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Daly. For the next several moments on this midweek Bible study, we're going to be studying basic end time prophecy, Eschatology 101. So take your Bibles out and take some good notes and follow along with us. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the broadcast. Praise the Lord. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come today with the end time gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray today, Lord God, for the hearers to receive the word of God and to receive, amen, what's being taught here tonight, to edify them and to build them up and to make them ready in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. I give you praise in advance for every sign, wonder, and miracle of God that you're going to do for these, your people today. In Jesus' precious name, we thank you, O God. Lord, I pray that you would make your people to be rapture-ready right now as the events of the end times are beginning to manifest in the earth. I pray, Father God, for angels to come now in the name of Jesus and even escort this word unto them so that they would receive The mighty word of God tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Well, let's get started. Praise the Lord. I'm Pastor Ellis Stella of Seed of Life Church Houston. You know, we've been teaching eschatology 101, talking about the study of the end times. Eschatology simply means it's a theological term with respect to homiletics that has to do with the study of last things. And tonight we're coming upon the second uh, event in the day of the Lord. Well, excuse me that will be the third event in the day of the lord uh concerning the end time prophecies of the new testament understand something folks that we are living in the last days and god wants us to be made ready because He is about to appear his son jesus christ is about to appear to come and receive the church but like i said there are certain things that must take place before amen those things uh are to be now so far let's do an overview of what we studied already well when we started out we started out talking about the hope of glory and the rapture of the church and that had to do amen glory to god with the appearing of the lord jesus christ in the clouds and the dead in christ rising first and those of us who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet the lord having our bodies translated putting on our glorified bodies and thus we should ever be with the lord The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And this promise came from Jesus himself when he said in John chapter 14, verse three, he said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, you may be also praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he also gave a second uh, promise when he said in Luke chapter 21, verse 36, Jesus told us. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you be accounted worthy to escape all these things which shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. Praise God. So Jesus made us a promise. We know that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should have need to repent, according to Numbers twenty-three nineteen. And so we believe what Jesus said. Praise the mighty name of God. Amen. And then we talked about, you know, that's the rapture of the church. And then we talked about uh, the translation of our bodies. We looked over there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 35, and we worked our way down to verse number 50 through 55. And it told us about the glorified body, the body that can never die, the body, amen, that would be granted supernatural abilities, amen, to move, amen, through, through through the spirit world and the natural world like Jesus did, the glorified body amen, like he had on the mountain of transfiguration. Praise God. When he was transfigured and turned as white as the light, praise God, but yet he was still, praise God, he still had a body. And we talked about that. And then after we talked about the glorified body, we talked about the judgment seat of Christ. Praise God. That's what we talked about last week. We talked about the judgment seat of Christ and praise God how we are to appear before him and we did and and, uh, how we stood before him and received our heavenly rewards. We found out that God was a rewarder, amen, of those who diligently seek him. We looked at the five crowns that we were able to receive from him, amen, the crown of rejoicing, the soul's runner's crown, the pastor's crown, praise God, hallelujah, Uh, uh, and, and the different crowns that we will be given, amen, to rule Christ with, praise God. Now, as the church has been raptured out of the earth we have received our translated glorified bodies we have appeared before the judgment seat of christ amen for the things done in our flesh whether they be bad or good but it's not for condemnation praise god it's for it's for us to receive our heavenly reward if we believed in him and uh we've seen that the bible says that uh, some will uh, praise god will receive great reward and some will receive little or no reward but them themselves they will be saved even by five, because the day will declare. And so now we go in, praise God, with Jesus. And back here on Earth, what Jesus talked about once the church—I'm a pre-tribulationist—once the church has been raptured out of the earth, and we have went on with Jesus at His appearing. Understand, there is an appearing of the Lord Jesus, where we are caught up to be with Him in the air. And then there's the coming, the advent of the Lord, when we come back with him in our heavenly army to do war with him here on this earth at the end of the seven year tribulation. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The times that are happening in the earth after the church has been raptured out of the earth or caught away out of the earth. Praise God. And we're in heaven. And now because we are no longer here. The man of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist can come forth. I want to tell you something. I'm not trying to make you afraid with these messages. I'm trying to educate you in terms of giving you a practical understanding of the end time events that we are currently living in so that you can be ready. Amen. And prepare you and your house, your mindset, your attitude, your heart to be with the Lord. Praise God. So tonight we're going to look at that tonight. So, so far in the end times, like I said, we have looked at the word of God concerning the hope of glory. That's the rapture of the church. Tonight, we're going to look at the importance of understanding the word of God concerning the very next event in the day of the Lord. Now, we said that the day of the Lord is not a 24 hour day, but a praise God, a season and an event. Amen. That has these different prophetic utterances is manifesting and coming to pass right before our eyes. And so that next event in the day of the Lord is the rise of the Antichrist in the seven year tribulation. I understand something. I want to say this again. I want you to take out your Bibles and take some good notes. If you have a question, you can email me at info at seedoflifeministry.org, or you can ask your man or woman of God. If what I'm saying is true, they'll tell you, yep, that's what, that's what the Bible says. And he is telling you the truth. These things must be Amen. Because, amen, the consummation of our salvation is closer than you think. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. These messages are intended to stir your faith. Amen. And help you to believe in God the way you should so that you can get the benefit of having and knowing his plan for the end time and be ready. You don't want to be left behind. We'll also look at understanding, amen, the role we play in the end time and witnessing Jesus Christ to the lost before these great earth-shaking events take place. Understand, Here's what we are. The rapture of the church takes place. Uh, praise God. The trumpet sounds. The call from Jesus himself says, come up hither. The dead in Christ have returned with the Lord. He stops in the clouds. Their spirits continue into the graves to take up their bodies, being glorified and translated. Those of us who are alive and remain, according to First Thessalonians 4, 13 and 18, are translated and caught away with them in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. We put on our glorified bodies and I don't know how long it's going to take, but he's going to judge every living Christian. Praise God. He's going to judge us and give us our reward as we stand before the beamer seat of Christ, receiving our crowns. Those of us who receive crowns, some of us won't receive crowns, but we'll still be able to go in. Praise God. Ain't that that good? Because we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, understand your works are going to be judged, whether they be good or bad. That's why you got to pray and ask God to forgive you of all your sins. And after that takes place, praise God, amen, back here on earth, there's something that's happening. The judgments of God begin to take place. The seal, amen, of God is going to be opened. Praise God. We're going to look at that a little bit tonight. And the man of sin is going to come forth, this great world leader, to explain away the earth's missing multitudes. The earth will be riveted and shocked at what has just taken place. And this man is going to step forth and explain everything away. He will be a financial genius, glory to God, to solve all of the world's economic woes and even, listen to this, even bring peace to the earth. For three and a half years, there will be no wars because this man will be governing the world with supernatural demonic power to deceive the earth's multitudes. Glory to God. And that's who that's that's the Antichrist. We're going to look at it tonight. So let's look at it. The rise of the Antichrist. In the seven year tribulation. So let's go to a term in your Bibles. Praise God. Let's go to Second Thessalonians chapter two. See, we don't do nothing here at our church without the word of God. Second Thessalonians. Praise the name of the Lord. Look at chapter two in Second Thessalonians. And that's toward the back of your Bible. Praise God. Amen. I know some of y'all don't read your Bibles that much, but trust me, it's back there. Just keep keep looking for it. Use your index if you have to, because we really got to go. We got a lot of information. Praise God. And I want you to mark in your Bibles and take some good notes. Amen. Now, this message is intended to bless your spirit and make you prepare. You know, when you got a plan and you're prepared, you're not afraid. Amen. This is going to take the fear out of all this stuff that is happening in the earth. Amen. Even as we live under this COVID-19 status, this plague, this demonic plague, that is a ushering in, glory to God, the devil's plan because he sees he don't have but a short time left. And he wants to kill as many people as he can. He wants to deceive as many people as he can so that they'll be trapped here in the seven-year tribulation with him. Look over there in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let's look at verse 1. Here's what Paul wrote. He said, Now we beseech ye, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering unto him, see, this is going to happen after the rapture, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us. As the day of the Lord, as the day of, of Christ is at hand. Praise God. Amen. So you see, he was warning them that, amen, you know, there's some things that are going to take place, praise God. But you know what? He wanted them to be prepared before this thing happened. He said this, I'm going to read it again. Second verse, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit or by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Look what he said in verse three. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. Stop right there. I'm telling you the falling away that he's talking about is the church. The church is going to be divided in the last days. We're seeing that right now through these politics that they, they have allowed to come through the church amen and the church is choosing things that are not of god all you got to do is test the spirit of all these politicians and you can tell who got god and who don't have god amen you can't tell me a man has god and he curse in front of women i don't believe it you can't tell me a man has god amen and he has every work of the flesh manifesting in his life cold love hatred profanity perversion he steals. He lies to have told over 20,000 confirmed lies. And yet the church is turning to that man to do what they're unable to do through the witness of Jesus Christ. And that's in abortion. Let me tell you something. Abortion is going to be here when Jesus comes back. Praise God. And another thing, hear me, hear me clearly. Slavery is going to come back under the seven year tribulation. And let me tell you something. Based on the record in the history of the world, I don't want to be here. Praise God, Hallelujah, Amen. So look at he says, "Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall shall not come except the fallen away comes first. The church is going to people going to depart from the church because of all the things that are happening in the church, and you know the preachers lying and not living right and and, and stuff like that. And Amen, racism that's in the church and amen entertainment and all that the spirit of god amen won't be there because when the spirit of god is taken church is taken out the spirit of god is leaving praise god amen he said except that uh, the fallen away uh, comes first and the man of sin shall be uh, revealed the son of perdition let me read that let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a fallen away first And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about the Antichrist. He is the son of perdition, meaning that he is predestined for hell. Glory to God. He will be the Antichrist, the false Christ, the son of the devil. Glory to God. And he will come on the scene to take control of the world system and govern it for his father, Satan. You know, the devil is an imposter. He he hates God and he wants to imitate God. Amen. So the devil wants to be like God, and he wants a son like God who will be the Antichrist. Praise God. And also, amen, he will be assisted by a false prophet. Amen. World figure, world leader, a religious world leader will come on the scene, not come, they're here right now, praise God, and assist the Antichrist to establish Satan's kingdom here in this earth. During the seven year tribulation. Thank God the church won't be here and you need to get right with God. You need to forgive somebody and walk softly before the Lord before you get left here and they live under that. Praise God. Now watch this. He's the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshiped. Praise God. So that he as God sit in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. This man, it will be a narcissist like you to the likes of which you've never seen. You think some of these you think the, the politician we got not sitting in the White House is a narcissist. This man will demand that people worship him because of the success he'll have and running the economy. Got a newsflash for you. I'm going to stop you right here before you get too far gone. America through the rapture of the church, will become and descend into a third world nation. It will be depopulated by people who confess Jesus Christ. America will not play a role. It's nowhere written in the Bible that America plays a role in end time prophecy. As great as a nation that has ever been as America was, it will be, uh, praise God, have no place in the end time prophecy glory to god hallelujah the antichrist will come out of the 10 nation federation now known as the european community and he will rise to power amen to bring forth economic solutions and world peace treaties and covenants between nations And this is just I'm just giving you the brief uh, uh, glimpse of what the Bible actually teaches. Glory to God. So the Antichrist will come out of Western Europe. Amen. Glory to God. There is people right now. Amen. Glory to God. They, They have a secret society of world economic people who are looking for that man to come on the scene with that power. And the European community came into being. He came into being to fulfill prophecy. The revived, the revived Roman Empire is the European community. And the Antichrist is alive right now in this earth, waiting his time to come on the scene to, amen, praise God, to, to be what the devil wants him to be. Glory to God. Now, a lot of people, they don't understand what's happening in the world right now. The United States and Europe are going to, in the, in the coming days, NATO and America, amen, hallelujah, amen, are going to break ties. And uh, the European community is going to be the, the strongest, most powerful economic power on the face of the earth. Well, how could that be if America is still here? I say again, through the rapture of the church, America would descend into being a third world country. There is no other explanation in the Bible. Praise God to explain why a nation as powerful as America is, is not mentioned in the Bible. There are other world powers that are mentioned in the Bible. Uh, Russia is called Magod in Ezekiel chapter 36. All the other uh, Middle Eastern nations, they still retain their names and they are present. They will surround Israel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Before the war of Armageddon, the Bible also prophesies that there are 200 million men army will march from the east the only country that can feel a 200 million man army is China and the Bible said they will cross the River Euphrates into the Holy Land glory to God prior to the war of Armageddon but I don't want to get too far ahead I just want to let you know that these events and these places in these countries are present with the people right now ready to fulfill them because the Bible is the true Word of God and it is fulfilling himself right before our eyes let's continue to read go back second thessalonians chapter 2 amen look at verse 5 paul said remember ye not that when i was with you i told you these things see paul preached the end time and now you know that what withhold it that he might be revealed in his time see the reason that the antichrist can't come on the scene right now is because of the restraining power of the holy ghost for look at verse 6 for you for, and now you know that what with holy that he might be revealed in his time. Look at verse seven for the mystery of iniquity. Do it already work. The spirit of the antichrist is already working in the world. Only he who now led it will let until he be taken out of the way. That's the Holy ghost that he that He's talking about is the Holy ghost, the Holy spirit restraining evil and darkness in the work of devil of the devil in the earth. Once the church is raptured out, Amen. And the Holy Spirit leaves with the church. Then the man of sin, the son of perdition, the Antichrist can come on the scene. And it says it right here in verse eight. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. And that's at the coming of the Lord at the advent of Christ right amen at the war of Armageddon. But we we want you to see that there is a world figure that that is in the earth. I believe with all my heart right now. He is biding his time and he cannot come forth until the church is evacuated out of this place before he can institute a plan of great deception and lying and signs and wonders empowered by the devil to do it. You better hear the word of the Lord tonight because God wants you to be prepared. Praise the name of God. Amen. Amen. So let's look at it. We're going to look at it a little further. Hallelujah. Well, let me let me further explain it, because look at verse nine. I don't want to leave you hanging on that. Look at verse nine. He says this, even whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. That's the people that are left behind. I wanted you to see that. Praise God. The people that are left behind. And it was a reason why they were left behind because they didn't love the gospel. When they had a chance to repent and walk in love and forgive, they didn't believe that God would leave them. And he did. Look at this. Verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they shall believe a lie. You say, well, how can people that man's that bad? How can people believe somebody that's just going to be lying all the time? You got that right now in America, a man operating with the spirit, not that he is the Antichrist, but he operates in the principles of lying and deception and corruption in high places and so that same spirit have people believing, even though they got a, a a demonic plague out in the earth, killing people, that spirit, tell those folks not to praise God, wear masses. Watch this now. And and they don't. And guess what? People still die and they believe it. Now I don't have to wear a mask. Why? Cause he said, it. praise God. And that's why we got to use wisdom in the church. You know, I know we 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 believe in the Holy Spirit. I know we believe in God's exemption power. I believe in the anointing of exemption and that God can cover us in the blood and keep us from from this thing. But I'm also not going to tempt God. Praise God, Amen. I'm not going to make God protect me when I, all I have to do is, is is understand things and how things work. Praise God, Hallelujah, and walk in wisdom and I can live on and live long and live strong. Praise God, because the devil's out there trying to kill folks. Amen. And uh, we just gotta use wisdom in these last days. Praise God, hallelujah. Look at verse 12. Watch this now. They going then watch this. It said that, that God is gonna send on them a strong delusion. What that means is if God is sending it, for them to believe a lie, they won't have any power against it. Because the delusion has to do with illusion. So no matter how hard they try and figure out why have we been left behind. Who is this man? They're gonna believe every lie because God is gonna send the delusion, and they're gonna be deceived by this man because they love not the truth when they had a chance to hear it. Amen. You know, these are people who you know was paying uh, hundreds and thousands of dollars to go way across the country to the big old you know mega conference to hear a word they had no intention on living. Praise God. These are the people who just couldn't see, amen, the reason to stay in covenant with God on a regular basis and tied their income. These were the people, praise God, that didn't repent of their sins. They never asked God to forgive them. And even if they asked God to forgive them, he didn't forgive them because they wouldn't forgive anybody else. Hallelujah. Now, honey, we got to hurry up. But I want you to understand that these are the people that are left behind. Those people were filled with racism. Even in the church, praise God. Some people believe there's a black heaven and a, and a white heaven and a, praise God and a, and a heaven for the Hispanics and a heaven for the Asians. Honey, if that's what you believe, you're deceived and you might absolutely be left behind. God is not a respecter of person, but for every nation that fear him and does righteousness, they are accepted by him. I don't care what any preacher says. Amen. Glory to God. There's only one family in heaven. And that's the family that's bought with the blood of Jesus. Amen and amen. So you need to get ready. Praise God. You need to get ready. You need to get your life right because amen. That's the time. Now, under this seven year tribulation, will the Antichrist rule? Let's look over and see what Jesus said. Look at uh, look what the Bible says in 1 John 2, verse 18. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verse number 18, he say, little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard that antichrist shall come even now, as there are many antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. You see that there's a lot of people that's against God. Amen. These people walk around here talking about their pro-life. Praise God. Amen. But don't care about police officers killing people who are already alive. Amen. I'm telling you, if you participate in an abortion, if you're a doctor, a man performing abortions, you need to stop and repent and give your heart to God because abortion is against God and it will always be against God. I don't care what politician says. They can call it reproductive rights. They can call it uh, uh, whatever they want. I'm telling you, abortion is wrong. Praise God. And you might have a right to do whatever you want to do with your body, but you better know. That there is a God that you're going to have to answer to. Praise God, hallelujah. Well, what about me, Pastor Stelle? What have I already done that before I got saved? Well, praise God. Repent. Ask God to forgive you. He'll forgive every sin, according to Psalms 86 verse five. For Thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive, plenitude and mercy to all those who call upon Him. God's not your sin is no longer a problem. Jesus has taken care of your sin burden. All you got to do is say, "Listen." I ask you to forgive me, Father God, and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of that sin, Father God, and he will wash you from that sin according to his word. In 1 John 1, 7, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all unrighteousness, and not only does he cleanse you from it, he forgets it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalms 103, verse 12, I believe, he'll separate you from your sin as far as the east is from the west. Glory to God. And you'll make it in with us. Amen. Praise God. It's time to come in, saints. We're living in that time. Amen. Another thing, look, look what John said. Now that was 1 John 2.18, if you were taking notes. The second scripture I want you to look up is John chapter 5, verse 43. Jesus said this, you know, Jesus warned them. You know, we read these things in the Bible, and you know, the preacher ain't gonna preach, but what, you know, he think he can get people to uh, you know, praise God. You know, most people don't preach the, the, the full gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. They, you know, they're just trying to keep people coming back. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people preachers are telling people to return to church knowing full will it's not safe. Praise God. You know, they got bills to pay. Praise God. I thank God. I mean, I got bills to pay, but God has met and supplied every need we have according to his riches and glory. Me and my wife both work. The people of our church work, and we keep them thoroughly supplied with the word of God through these different social media platforms and our website that's going all the way around the world and our presence on Facebook and our podcast, our radio broadcast. Honey, if you don't want to hear a word from us, it's because you're not trying to. Glory to God. Amen. Because it's the word that's going to keep you, not a preacher. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look what Jesus said in John chapter five, verse 43. He tried to warn them about the Antichrist. Jesus said this. He said in John chapter five, verse 43, he said, I come in my father's name and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Jesus was speaking prophetically to them. Praise God. He was prophesying that someone was coming, amen, because they rejected him. They will receive the person who would come again, amen, in his own name. In them, they would receive. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, then the prophet Daniel, I'm talking about a real prophet. I'm not talking about these people running around in these last days. You know, everybody and their mama's a prophet nowadays. I hate to say it like that, but it's true. Praise God. And uh, everybody said God said this and God said that and God ain't spoke to none of them. And they don't see that by saying those things, they're bringing the spirit of death upon themselves to be judged. Because the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, if a prophet shall speak a word that I've not told him to speak, that prophet shall surely die. Amen. Surely die. Amen. Praise God. But, you know, if you don't know the word of God, you don't know that. Praise God. Hallelujah. But Daniel was a real prophet. Praise God. And here's what Daniel said. He he gave a symbolic uh uh interpretations of the visions that he had and over there in daniel chapter 7 he's seen in a vision the world and the nations of the worlds and their leaders in a figure and in a vision and here's how he explained it in daniel chapter 7 verse number 8 daniel said and i consider the horns you know he, he was looking at this this creature and he said i consider the horns and behold there came up among uh, them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and the mouth speaking great things. Stop right there. You know, when you look at the European community, they're going through this thing uh, called Brexit right now. But at one time, England and Wales and all the rest of the nations were a part of the European community. Now they're trying to pay their way out of it. Little did they know that this was fulfilling Daniel chapter seven verse eight, that the nations would come together as one. All these these nations, these these horns, are really pinnacles and 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 and, 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 and placements in the earth. And in those placements, a man rose up in one of those horns with eyes, speaking great things. It uh, it overthrew three nations and kicked them out of the European community. The three nations are England, Wales and Ireland. Praise God. Hallelujah. Boy, I tell you, I thank you, Jesus, for your wisdom. Amen. And right now they're in this time that we live in, in the year 2020. They're talking about Brexit. Amen. And that is what that is about. They are going to leave the European community. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And then this man is going to arise. And he is certainly right now somewhere in Western Europe. Praise God, in his time because he cannot come forth because the church is still here. But the Bible says, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So we got to prepare ourselves to be aware. You don't have to amen be over you know concerned with it but you'd better know God has a plan god in fact has three plans he has a plans for the a plan for the unsaved world a plan for the church and a plan to amen make Israel repent with judgment glory to God the three plans of God but we just want to give you a practical understanding of the end times tonight over there in Daniel again hallelujah You say, well, amen, how can these things be? Isn't God concerned about Israel? God's concerned, but you know what? God's not worried about Israel being protected because he has an angel protecting Israel. You know, people say, well, is is America that great angel that's watching over Israel? I don't know what the symbolic meaning of it is. Maybe it is and maybe it ain't. I mean, America is the only nation in the world that kind of watches over Israel. I don't have the answer to that, and I'm not going to speak to something that I'm not completely sure about. But uh, it does say that Israel has an angel assigned to that nation to protect it in Daniel chapter 12, verse one. The Bible says, and at that time, hallelujah, glory to God, when the Antichrist should come in the world and start praise God, hallelujah, governing the world and making a peace treaty for three and a half years between Israel and all his enemies. And then when he gets a man perturbed by Israel because they won't worship him. He's going to turn against Israel. And the Bible says this in Daniel chapter 12, verse one. And at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble. Praise God. Amen. A time of trouble such as never, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, that people shall be delivered. Only one that shall be found written in the book. Amen. Everyone, excuse me, everyone that shall be found written in the book. Honey, there's a lot of people. Amen. It's going to be saved out of Israel. And those are the ones the messianic Jews who through the tribulation period are going to see that. Wait a minute. Jesus was the, was the Christ. We need to repent. Amen. Glory to God. Because once the antichrist sees that they don't, they won't worship him. Once he sees that amen glory to God they won't bow to him he's going to turn against Israel and I'm gonna tell you that spirit is working right now in America when this politician gets through using up the church glory to God and and trying to get himself elected he's going to turn against glory to God he's turning against him right now praise God hallelujah amen now understand this is an event that is soon coming amen a soon coming event and how many of you that you know you know Amen. Glory to God that uh, God has a plan for you. And if you can just understand what I'm teaching you in these end time Bible sessions. Amen. You'll be blessed. Amen. Now, the Bible teaches that at the same time in the future, soon after the church is raptured or caught away by the Lord, that this man of sin shall arise. This will be Amen. Watch this Now, this will be at a time. Amen. After the church is completely gone out of the earth. Amen. And we're going to receive our glorified bodies and stand before the Lord at his judgment seat. Amen. Now, this this teaching I'm trying to give you is a balanced and responsible teaching. It has to do with basic end time prophecy. One Balanced one and responsible has to do with we use the word of God. Amen. And we do not say anything that's not written in the word of God. Amen. It's it's meant to make us ready. Amen. And and have us glory to God sound in our minds and and not afraid of the times that we're living in. It doesn't have anything to do with escapism, yet it does talk about a great escape. Look at Luke chapter 21, verse 36. It don't have anything to do with escapism, but it does have to do with a great escape. Luke 21, 36. I I wish that you were highlighting these things in your Bibles and you're taking some good notes. If you come across a question, write it down. Take it to your man of God. Take it to your woman of God or email me at info at org, And I'll be glad to try and answer your question. This is what Jesus said in Luke chapter 21, verse 36. It doesn't have anything to do with escapism, but it does have to do with this great escape. He said, watch ye therefore and pray always. That you be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass to stand before the son of man well what was he talking about what was he saying amen about these things coming to pass amen glory to god hallelujah glory to god well let's look at it look at matthew chapter 24. this is what jesus was talking about the great tribulation in matthew chapter 24. the signs of the end of this age the Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, verse one, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. You know, they was big building, you know, it's building a big old church amen, <laughs> praise God or a temple. Amen. And Jesus said unto them, see ye not all these things. Verily, I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming? See, he had been teaching them about the end time. Amen. And the end of the world. That's what they asked Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Take heed that no man deceive thee. Number one thing you're going to have to do in the end time is to rely on the Holy Spirit of truth to show you the truth. Glory to God. Amen. You can't talk about, well, I'm against abortion, but you, you know, you're not against people getting killed every day. Amen. By the police or by anybody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't tell me you're against abortion, but you have not adopted one child. You have not taken in. You don't even work with the adoption program. You don't, you don't even make yourself a cast of volunteer. Praise God. Hallelujah. You've never adopted anybody. You've never been a foster parent. You can't tell me you're against abortion. You're not pro-life. You pro-politician, but you're not pro-life. Glory to God. A pro-life person is a person who is actually involved in preserving life. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, look at this. Amen. Jesus said this. He said, uh, see that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. Now, I understand. He said, see that you be not troubled for all these things must. Nobody will be able to stop it. You can't pray this away. You can't believe this away. All these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation. All this division and people stirring a pot of racism and and talking about if I don't get elected, I won't leave quietly. That's straight up from the devil. It's a part of the devil's plan to deceive people and to get them trouble. You say for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Nation has to do with people groups. Ethnos is the Greek word. Ethnistos. It has, that's where we get the word ethnicity to. That's the nation, the people. Kingdom has to do with governments. Glory to God, the rule. Amen. Glory to God. And so you're going to have wars and ruins of wars. Amen. Nation rising against nation. Amen. And there shall be famines and pestilence. That, that's where we're at right now. In earthquakes and direst places, it's still happening. All these are the beginning. Hallelujah. Not the end, the beginning of sorrows. And then he said, then shall they deliver you to be afflicted and kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. That's why people hate the Jews right now. These things have been spoken. These things have been spoken. It's amazing to me that we have a president in this country that will, amen, not denounce folks who walk around with swastikas and a confederate flag. The confederate flag is a treasonous flag sent against our government. We were holding up the Bible, but we we will not denounce people who are holding up a treasonous flag to overthrow our government. Amen. And to change. Amen. The order of what they say that this this God given nation is glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you the truth tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, don't don't be troubled by it. Look at verse 10. He said, then that then many shall be offended and they shall betray one another. And shall hate one another. See, the spirit of cold love, it it just didn't start then. I'm telling you, it's coming. And many false prophets shall arise. That's one of the signs of the end time that the the people calling themselves prophets. I mean, everybody almost. You can't go three steps without finding somebody that say they're a prophet or prophet. And they don't know that that's one of the signs of the end time. People will be reaching out for more revelation and to speak prophetically. Praise God, when God ain't called them to do nothing. Praise God, hallelujah. Amen. He said, and many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Amen. Praise God. And because iniquity shall abound, these are the times now, uh, the love of many will wax cold because of iniquity. You know, people out there doing whatever they want to do. Amen. It ain't nothing. It's, it's nothing nowadays, praise God. Amen. For people to... Uh, to to not be honest, amen, to lie and to cheat and and to connive, especially at these jobs, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Well, that's the time that we live in. He said, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Glory to God. If you keep yourself from the world, amen, you shall be saved. Now, understand this is happening to the people that have been left behind. We, the church, will not be here when these things that Jesus is talking about because he's talking to the Jews right here uh, uh, we are ready to be raptured out of here when these things start happening if we believe in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ look at verse 14 he said and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come you say well there it is right there pastor it can't happen to everybody in the world hear the gospel let me tell you something my friend he said when this gospel is preached, he didn't say that it's going to be preached by TBN. He didn't say that it was only going to be preached by Daystar because they shouldn't be here at the after the rapture of the church. But I come to tell you that according to Revelation 14, verse six, that angels will be given and charge once again because the Holy Spirit won't be in earth to preach the gospel angels are going to be ordained to preach the gospel of the Lord let's look at it in Revelation chapter 14 verse 6 I believe praise God amen now you write this stuff down and if you don't believe it then you know throw it out take that which is good and throw out the rest amen but I challenge you amen that if I'm telling the truth and I know I am you look at it in the word of God amen Revelation chapter 14 verse 6 yeah there it is John in the vision that he gave uh, that the Lord gave him in the book of Revelation now I said that when we study in time you're going to be moving through dispensations this is a dispensational teaching so right now we're in we're in the, the, the book of Revelation seeing the prophetic vision that God gave John and what he gave him amen covers the whole time of our existence here on the earth so when I look at it right here I say Lord how is these people going to hear the gospel if we're not here God answered me I'm telling you if you speak to God he'll show you things in the Bible and look what he said the Bible says and John said and I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell where on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. People who live in New Zealand and the backwoods of Australia and Africa and the and the Sahara and China and the remote places of Asia. Hallelujah. Glory to God. People who live in the Amazon region who still live, amen, in a prehistoric sense, them people are gonna have the gospel preached to him. They're gonna have the gospel preached to them. Praise God. And they're going to be able to understand those angels because those angels are going to preach that gospel. Amen. To every man that dwell on the earth, to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice. Here's the gospel. Fear God. Give glory to him for the hour of his judgment has come and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. Amen. Glory to God. Praise God. Well, I tell you, if that's what the Bible says, I believe it. Amen. So the angels are going to be given a charge to preach. We got to hurry. We don't have very much time. We want to stop in the next four or five minutes. But this is the seven year tribulation. We introduce you to the fact that there is a time coming that a man of sin is going to arise. He's going to come out of the European community. He is going to rule. Over the seven-year tribulation, when I say seven years, the first three and a half years of his rule, he's going to bring peace, understanding, and economic prosperity to the world. Even at that time, people are going to have to receive a mark on their hand or on their forehead to buy, sell, and trade. He's going to change the monetary systems of the world. He's going to bring peace to Israel and to all her enemies around about that wants to destroy her because a lot of people believe that the jews have a curse on them and they can just get rid of the jews the world would be a better place that's a lot of people believe that you got people who support our current president right now who believe that david duke hates the jews glory to god amen hallelujah the Aryan nation hates the jews glory to god yet you got a president who will not even denounce them people i don't care if they move. Let me tell you some people say, well, you know, he moved, praise God, the capital to Jerusalem. Let me tell you, the capital would be Jerusalem, whether he moved it or not. It's recognized by God. It don't have nothing to do with man. Hallelujah. You had a president that absolutely said he does more for the for the Christian church than Jesus Christ than everybody batted on. Praise God. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. Amen. I'm going to tell you the truth. Now, If, if I if I, I don't mean to offend nobody, but if you get mad, don't get mad at me. I'm showing you what's in the Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we understand that now we, we got to get ready because we're living in that time. Amen. We're living in that time. Well, we're almost out of time for this. This setting. we're just going to make that part one. Now, we introduce you to this man. He's the Antichrist, the son of perdition. We showed you the scripture. We showed you the time in which he is to reign and the period and what the world is going to be like. It's after the rapture of the church. Amen. These things begin to take place because the Holy Spirit is no longer in the earth. Praise God. And the man of sin is revealed. Amen. A strong delusion comes from God that they will believe the lies of the Antichrist. Jesus even warned about this man that he would come. Jesus said, I come in my father's name and you do not receive me. But another is coming in his name and him you will receive. Praise God. I thank God for the word of God. Because I believe that I'm going in the first load. Praise God. I believe that if we can prepare ourselves, we'll be ready for the coming of the Lord to escape these things according to Luke twenty one, thirty-six, that are coming upon the whole world to judge it. Amen. Well that's all we have this week. Just to we're just gonna mark that as part one we've covered. Amen. The rise of the Antichrist. Next week, we're going to look at, amen, Daniel's vision of, of, of the statue. Amen. And it, and it says in Daniel chapter two that, amen, he's seen a statue of bronze, silver and gold and, and iron and a feet, feet made with clay and mud and ten toes. Amen. And the, and the Bible says in Daniel chapter two, amen, verse 44, that in the days of these ten kings will the God of heaven set up his kingdom here on earth. I'm telling you, the European community, their charter countries came in the revived Roman Empire with only 10 nations. Glory to God. Only 10 nations started the European community. Now, they're adding other nations right now, but the only recognized charter members are the members that can vote. Praise God. Hallelujah. And those are the 10 nation federation that have come together in this time that we live. And the Antichrist is buying this time and waiting for the church to be removed. So he can come on the scene. Saints, let me tell you something. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to get to know him. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to ask him, amen, to show him, uh, show himself to you so that you can receive him as your Lord and Savior. If you need to be saved, all you got to do is say this. Say this prayer with me. Say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you I'm lost. I know without you, I would die and go to hell. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to be saved. I don't want to be left behind. I want to go home with you. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Amen. Change me. Make me yours. I believe you're the son of God. I believe God raised you from the dead. I believe you're coming again to get your church. And I want to go with you. I want my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, Lord Jesus. Receive me now as your son. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I believe you got saved. Amen. I believe you come into the family of God. Amen and amen. Well, that's all we got this week. Until next week, I'm Pastor Ellis Stelly. I want you to do one thing for me get into the Word of God. Ask God every night to forgive you of your sins so you'll be rapture ready. And I want you to do one thing live supernaturally and speak life. Because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.